Welcome to the Neurodiverse Toolbox with Sheila Kieschlin and Paige Kieschlin. Good morning, Paige. Good morning, Mom. How are you? I'm okay. How are you? I'm good. Um, so today we're talking about somatic therapy. Yes. And what did you learn about somatic therapy? Somatic therapy is basically learning to be mindful of bodily sensations. So like pain is connected to like mentality, I guess. Right? Depends on the pain. I mean, some pain is like, yes, you're in actual pain. What what kind of pain are you talking about? I don't know. Just, I guess, I don't, I don't know. I was just trying to get like a, a general definition. So um, it's a kind of therapy that um, really works on connecting the mind and body, right? Because sometimes depending on what you're experiencing, a lot of people are so in their own head, they don't feel their body or they're not noticing body sensations, which are sometimes the first warnings of like not to do something or to do, do something or, or whatever. Also like some people just hold on to pain physically in their body, even though there's no injury. Right. Yeah. So, um, so it's a really like this mind body healing to recover often from trauma, but not always. So what did you learn about it? Oh, um, in teaching children with ADHD to control their impulses, many therapists use somatic therapy mm -hmm. techniques to help them become aware of restraint and physical sensations associated with impulsivity and aggression. That's mm -hmm. cool. Yeah, that would have been nice. That would be fun. Well, maybe not fun, but that would be helpful. Mm -hmm. In what way? I mean, it would have it would have been helpful for like a child. Yeah, but you still have impulses now. So, like, what what yes. do you can take? What can you take just from that sentence? As an adult, to maybe learn the techniques. Mm -hmm. So of them might these be techniques, helpful. maybe yeah. Um, research has shows that compared to those without ADHD, those with ADHD are more likely to suffer migraines, digestive issues, muscle pain, and insomnia, since most ADHD brains do not linger on unpleasant issues, somatic discomfort. Often, they often, do not, but they do linger on. Oh, right. They do linger. So it often remains unaddressed un unaddressed mm -hmm. right so 
Um, I don't know what that means. If you have a migraine or a headache, you're going to need to take medicine for it. Not necessarily. At least I would. Okay. Well, like if you have like just a regular headache and you have it every day and you're taking Tylenol, it then becomes the Tylenol that's causing your headaches. Yeah, that's true. Right. So, so not, not always, you're not always right. Other people will take magnesium or different vitamin Bs can help headaches or, or if they're actual legit migraines, then there's migraine medication. A certain piercing gets rid of headaches, like migraines altogether. I don't remember where it is on the ear, but if you get a certain part of your ear pierced, it helps stop migraines. Supposed to, yes. It's supposedly. I don't actually know if that's true. Um, those with ADHD often disconnect from physical discomforts by numbing themselves with food, drugs, sex, risky behavior, or being workaholics. Hmm. <laughs> I would add shopping into that because a lot yeah, of my clients. Yeah, I was about to say I would add shopping into that. Eating and shopping be, tend to be the ones be, my clients um, do. Risky behavior. Mm-hmm. Well, I, guess I guess it could be really risky, but well, it, it is if you don't have the money to pay that bill. I mean, that's true. That is true. <laughs> um, oh, but um, here are five of the coping mechanisms for somatic therapy. Mm-hmm. Or did you have something to say? I'm sorry. No, you're good. Go. Okay. Um. So deep belly breathing mm-hmm. involves inhaling slowly through the nose, allowing the chest and belly to rise. Hold each breath for four seconds, then mm-hmm. release through mouth for four seconds by fully expanding the lungs. So it's like like the slow breathing that you do to like calm yourself down if you're like I don't if any of you have experienced a panic attack it's something that I guess people do supposedly they're or just the like, to like be calming I guess some people refer to that kind of breathing as like uh marine build marine like as in the marines like the military uh, yeah 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 um, yeah it, because it helps you be like really, really still, mm. okay. right? So it like completely calms your nerves. So yes, deep breathing. What else? Uh, muscle relaxation involve. Let's see here. Tensing muscle groups as you breathe in and relaxing them as you breathe out, beginning in the upper body and moving down to the toes. process can be enhanced with positive imagery like recalling the image of a happy place hmm. okay um see so yoga dancing and walking outdoors things like that are good uh medita- or yeah meditation mm-hmm Um, and then 
for urgent short-term relief. Petting a dog or cat has been shown to increase serotonin, dopamine, and ox ox oxytocin. Oxytocin, yeah. And to reduce blood pressure, heart rate, and cortisol. Oxytocin is also called like the cuddle hormone because it makes you like cuddle hormone. Yeah. Cuddles. Because um, cuddling so brings it out as well. Kitty, kitty cat or a puppy dog. Mm-hmm. Those were the five. Those are the five. Okay. Those are the five. I don't know if there's more, but those are the five that I, I saw. Um, and what else did you learn about somatic therapy? Mm-hmm. That's it. What do you know about somatic therapy? Um, because isn't that the you know, thing that like you read a book about it, right? Because like the thing with Jacks and the throat thing. That's a Wasn't different that- book, although also an excellent book. And you do, and he was told to do some somatic exercises during that process. So there is a book called The Way Out. Mm-hmm. But that's more about like how to, that's more about neuroplastic pain, which is pain that is not caused by an injury, right? So you've recovered. I thought that that's what this was. So I got the two confused. So, so there is that book. And, and so like, if you're the kind of, but it's, if you read that book and you're actually are, um, have anxiety. If you just replace the words chronic pain with anxiety, um, everything in that book would still help you. Right. And a lot of it is somatic practices. Um, there's another really well-known book called the body keeps score because that's, that's more about like people who hold trauma physically in their body. So either way, like there's there's pain that's not actually caused by an injury. Injury right? that's still affecting you. <clears throat> that's still affecting you in some way, but yeah. but shouldn't be right. So that's just like yeah. a a warning system that's gone um, a little awry. Um, and so you need to bring back your warning system into alignment, right? And so that just means you need. Um, You need to rewire your your brain um, so that it's not um, not doing that anymore. Um, there are like somatic exercises you could do. So definitely the ones you're talking about, the breathing and the um, and the muscle tensing and relaxing. Relaxation. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's there are other like there's somatic tracking exercises. I don't actually like the term tracking for it because you're not keeping the information. And to me, when you're tracking something, you are keeping the information because you want to collect data. But in yeah. this exercise, really what you're doing is noticing what anxiety or negative thoughts or pain or um maybe they're just just distressing thoughts that you're having um, and that you sort of take all those in, you think about those generally, like first thing in the morning, 
is when you should do this kind of exercise. And then um, for two minutes, you just sort of notice that with interest or curiosity. So not with like, oh no, my neck hurts again, or, um, or, or even with like expecting that you're going to have that chronic pain, right? Um, I have a client who has chronic headaches and he now sort of expects that when he stands up in the morning, well, when he gets up, it's not morning. Um, when he gets up, he's expecting to have a migraine, like instantly, as soon as he put his puts his feet on the floor. So now that's sort of the, what he's wired together in his, in his mind, in his brain, mm-hmm. is that when he puts his seat on this floor and stands up that he gets a headache. But there's no reason why standing on the floor should give you a headache, right? Yeah. So he needs to rewire that, right? So he's actually doing this exercise um, currently, um, right? So you're going to notice whatever it is with some interest mm-hmm. um, and just be curious about it. Um, and if it moves around or how it changes, especially if you're, if you move around, does it change as you're moving around, right? Um really with no emotion, you're not supposed to be like upset about it, or you're only supposed to be curious. That's all we want here. Um, And then just sort of accepting that that's the body sensation that you're getting and that that's okay. And sort of saying some kind of message to yourself as just a thought like, oh, I'm, you know, have a little kink in my neck today. I wonder what that's about or why that's there, right? Or giving yourself some kind of message of like, I don't need to have that pain in my neck right now. You know, I'm safe and it will pass and go away, right? Mm -hmm. So this is only if you're noticing that pain and there's not a legitimate reason for it, right? Like, if you overdid your workout the day before and you have some pain in your neck and shoulders, that's probably because you overdid your workout, right? And that's muscle pain. That's not the same. Um, and so for this exercise, you're supposed to be writing it down. So as you're writing it down, you're going to write down things like, I'll be fine. I'll be okay. Um, it's just an overactive warning system. I'm safe, not in danger, those kinds of things. Um And then an important part of this specific exercise is that you then destroy that piece of paper. So you're not tracking for data. You're like destroying it like you're eliminating the pain, right? You're getting rid of it. Um, And so, um, but there are other um, somatic tracking exercises. I haven't read The Body Keeps um, the Score. It, It is on my list of books that I want to read, but I haven't read that book, but it is the one book that is constantly um, suggested for people to read um, who have chronic pain or um, who are really just disconnected from their body. And so I think that's what I notice most is that a lot of my clients don't notice um, what's going on in their body because they're so in their own head. So they don't notice like that their chest clenches up or like one of my clients rocks back and forth when he talks to me like the whole time. 
And I mentioned it to him and he was like, I had no idea mm-hmm. that that's what my body was doing while I was talking to <laughs> you. Yeah. Right. So, so it's just being aware of like, hmm, you know, something happens, you know, maybe you're upset with a loved one, then like, I feel hurt. Well, what does that feel like in your body? Right. Is that like a pain in your chest? Is it a queasiness in your stomach? Right. Just like connecting the two things. Sometimes for some of my clients, when I was working with that group of boys that had autism, they actually reported that they would, before they cognitively understood how they were feeling, they would get a sensation in their body that they weren't putting together with an emotion. So they would feel something first in their body if they were distressed or anxious or whatever. Um, It first came into their body. And then once it got to the point of like no return, they would cognitively register it. But if you feel a tightness in your chest before you, you know, go up in front of a class to give a presentation, That's a signal that you're like a little nervous, right? So like, what can you do before you go up to give your, your presentation to calm yourself down a little bit? I mean, sometimes you just have to do things nervous. It's not always bad, right? Being nervous or anxious is sometimes a positive thing, right? But, but just being able to like put it together, great. For some people, they really sort of distract or distort memories or experiences if they have trauma in the past without actually remembering things incorrectly, Mm -hmm. right? So somatic therapy can be really good for those people to, um, to undo those patterns, right? That they've created, right? Because only in Western society do we separate our mind from our body, in other cultures, they don't, right? They're all just one thing. And I think I think whether you're neurodiverse or not, I think most Americans separate their mind from their body, right? They're like, oh, I do, I do crossword puzzles to, you know, exercise my brain and I cross train to exercise my body, but they don't like connect to their mind in their body, but we're, we're one person. Yeah. Right, we're we're one person and everything affects everything. I don't know. Do you have other thoughts? Questions? Mm-mm. 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 Is there anything from those, like especially those five um practices that you mentioned? Are there any of those that you find helpful or that you think you would find helpful if you practice them? The breathing one. Because you've done it or you yeah. would like to do it. You've done it. No, I've done it. Uh, walking is always good. Mm-hmm. Going outdoors. The uh, so muscle relaxation would be, I'm sure, nice. Yeah. Especially since you have a physical job. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Are you good? Mm-hmm. No other thoughts? I don't think so. Okay. Okay. Bye. Thank you for listening. If you wanted to coach with me, see my information at bigbangcoaching.net. 
If you are interested in emailing us, you can reach us at the ndtoolbox at gmail.com. And if you wanted to see our website, please go to the neurodiverse toolbox.podbean.com. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Neurodiverse Toolbox.